0: 13 year old Adam has made a lot of mistakes in his life, but this has to be the biggest. Thanks to a massive fight with his little brother Callum, the mysterious and magical computer algorithm Popularis Incrementum has exploded and accidentally transported them to a completely different dimension. One where they were never born and the internet doesn't exist and neither does any of the technology they know and love. Will the brothers survive in this strange altiverse where everything is the same but different? Can they stop an evil villain from sabotaging their dad's world-changing technology when in this universe, their dad doesn't even know who they are? And most importantly of all, will they ever find a way back home? Adam Destroys the Internet is out now in paperback. Available from your local Waterstones or online at Waterstones.
1: Hello, it's Sean in Robot on Fun Kids Meets this week. This is the podcast where you get to meet excellent people. And there are no more excellent people than our good friends from the world of books and radio than Greg James and Chris Smith.
2: Robot loves Greg James and Chris Smith.
1: We do love our fellow radio and book pals, Greg and Chris. Uh, They wrote the Kid Normal books, which you may have read, and they now have a brand new book called the great dream robbery which is all fancy and hardback and everything i'm actually 100 pages into this one gobbled those 100 pages up pretty quickly i like a story that starts with immediate entry and this one definitely did robot there's no messing about in this one there's no four or five chapters setting up the main character maya's backstory or any of that stuff we get stuck in to this one i'm not going to say too much otherwise That does spoil the aforementioned intrigue but uh before we hear from greg and chris robot do you want to guess three weird things that might be in the interview because the book is about dreams it could actually be weird stuff which is why i thought you'd be ideal for playing fun kids meets bingo with us this week
2: okay
3: my guesses include
2: unicorns eating popcorns a lion swirling a dandelion And Dilemma with a Banana.
1: I mean, those are suitably weird enough for me. Will any of Robots' guesses be in the interview? Let's join Bex as she chats to Greg James and Chris Smith.
4: So I am joined right now by Greg James and Chris Smith. Hey, how you doing?
3: Hello, Bex. Hello. We are very well. We were just saying how excited we are to be talking to you and also to be talking to you together Look, we've, we've not really done anything for ages like in the same room it's amazing this
4: makes it all the sweeter for your brand new book the great yes. dream robbery it's so much fun um i genuinely love this book i i read it like unreasonably quickly like really fast <laughs> um so can one of you tell our listeners a little bit about it
2: um so the book is all about a girl called maya clayton uh and um she's very unhappy at the beginning of the book because her father Uh, is in hospital, very sadly. He's asleep and he can't be woken up. Um, But one night, a strange boy turns up in Maya's dream. What's he doing in her dream, Greg?
3: Well, you'll have to read The Great Dreamer to find out. (laughs) But um, what we do find out is that Professor Dexter has created a device which enables you to travel into people's dreams. And so Maya decides to go and meet this guy again, Teddy, And um, and they are they become the dream bandits and then they have to try and find out what the heck has happened to uh, her dad. And they find lots of crazy characters along the way. Uh, They go on a huge adventure and they bump into uh, Lilith Delamere. And Lilith is very central to the uh, story. But we don't want to say too much about Lilith because that is the joy of the book, really, is is how uh, it all hopefully ends well.
4: Uh, yeah, I was gonna say you've created a really intriguing villain in the list because um she's obviously inherited Somnia from her dad, so she's got a lot of pressure, and um she she's quite a, a it must be quite a fun character to write, surely.
2: We love writing baddies, don't we? Yeah. Baddies are always fun to write uh, because um they always get the best lines, don't they? Mm-hmm. They always and, and they can and they get to be properly sort of evil. <laughs> we wanted to write a a, a villain that wasn't just Plain bad. So we've hopefully given Lilith a few, a few layers, and and um, hopefully people enjoy reading the kind of the changes that she goes through in the book and, yeah, and well, what the, happens to her. The thing
3: about Lilith is that she she is quite bad, but she is more than anything sad, and we work out why she is and why she feels uh, slightly out of place or slightly um, uh, unconfident in her job and her world, and why why does she feel restricted and uh, and it's a lot to do with her dad. And we we write about that. We I love we loved writing about that. Actually, it was really nice to see that there was a a story. Like, so Maya goes on a nice little journey and Lilith goes on a nice little journey throughout the whole book and and, uh, and and how they intersect. We really, really found interesting and loved that. So, yes, it's a it's a different style of baddie. I think this time, not just not just plain silly and and uh, and bad, but sort of interesting as well.
4: You've got those layers there, a bit like in Shrek with the onion. You've got all those layers to peel off.
3: Yes, yes, she is an onion.
4: I also love in the book, like you kind of play with it a little bit. Like you talk directly to the reader sometimes. Uh, you have a page where you've just got the word owl just over and over again. Um, and also I noticed your chapter headings are really fun. Was it Apocalypse Cow and uh, Waking Dads"? That like genuinely made me laugh. Were they like little Easter eggs for yourself? Were you hoping people would find them?
2: Yeah, we're hoping people will find that chapter here's a here's a trade secret that you have very cleverly noticed Bex. that making the chapter titles are i think the most fun part of the book for us and we really like thinking of a great chapter title waking dad is my favourite chapter title that we have ever written. Yeah, really. Uh, so thank you for spotting it. <laughs> um, but it's it's also it's partly the way we plan our books out. You know what we what we often do is write down the write down the chapter titles oh. first before we do anything else.
4: How about what? How we do
3: a fun kids exclusive? Oh no, um, this is
2: oh, yes
4: please. Oh my completely
3: goodness. illegal because this is a, a another another story we're thinking about. Should we give one chapter title, one rough <laughs> chapter title? Okay, one chapter title. I think Chris might shout at me when this. This uh, interview. So at the moment, all right. Chapter four of the like uh, an uh, un- un- unplanned. You know, chapter four is called Pandemonium.
4: Nice. Yes, that's good. I like that. Yes, okay. more of could these Could involve puns, a panda.
3: Could do. Could, could just involve chaos. Doesn't necessarily. Don't. Not. Not. Let's. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I feel like it'd be weird if there wasn't a panda there though. Like. No well, offence if you've not written a pandering in
3: like... surprise you with that. You, you might no. think that, we could possibly comment. In fact, we <laughs> might just not put a panda in it to spite you.
4: Just a little note at the beginning, like, Bex, this is your fault.
3: Chapter four is dedicated to Bex. Or it might be an
2: unexpected kind of panda. It might not be a giant panda, it might be a red panda mm. slash tree
3: panda. Yeah. Or it could be a story about someone pandering to somebody else. It isn't though, it's about it? it is panda. About...
4: <laughs> I love that you gave me the hidden third option though. Thank you very, the pandering is quite nice. Um, I is this can I ask? Well I'm gonna ask anyway, let's face it. Is this for the second book in a dream series or is this a brand new story book?
3: No, the, the Great Dream Robbery is its own thing. And it was really lovely to 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 do something different because Kid Normal was very much a was a series of four books, five if you include the um, the World Book Day book, but four four main books. And this one is a standalone, which was really quite a different challenge to go, right, the story must start have some stuff in the middle and end here within within these two covers. And um, yeah, we were excited to do that again with, uh, with with the next one.
4: It must be quite a challenge having had so many books in the last series to pack everything in and have a, like a satisfying conclusion just to one book. That must be quite hard, right?
2: Different challenge. It's yeah. a really different challenge. Yeah, because you can't leave, you can't leave anything hanging. You can't kind of go like, and then the villain escaped. Ooh. What happened? Yeah, <laughs> Find sure. out in 12 months time. Yeah. But actually I think it's, been a really good challenge for us it's it, you know it, it it means that you can't be you can't be lazy you can't leave any kind of uh um, not that we were ever lazy, <laughs> we were lazy but no. you can't leave any kind of plot shoelaces untied you've got to make sure that everything's nicely kind of dealt with not that we did leave shoelaces untied not, not that we left any no. shoelaces only deliberately for comic <laughs> i can tell
4: you as someone who's read the book from cover to cover there were no shoelaces left untied no, everything that, was tied it. up perfectly in a bow um i did because of the obviously the theme of the book i wrote down some notes of what questions to ask you and one of them i've looked at is needlessly aggressive i just wrote down how do you sleep at night which seems (laughs) quite rude but i'm going to ask you now how do you sleep at night i've actually never watched
3: you sleep (laughs) so
2: i don't don't know that
3: would be relatively creepy usually in a in a in a in a relationship there's one person who sleeps the, the sort of classic is one person who sleeps really well and the other person who doesn't sleep very well, and they get mm-hmm. annoyed at the other person. and They just can't believe that you just go. And uh, I was just a. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that person. So i so Bella always has to watch you sleep. Bella takes about three hours to properly fall asleep, whereas I take about thirteen seconds. What right. about you? Um, I'm a really, I'm a really
2: deep, good sleeper. See, I mean, I'm do- not just blowing my own trumpet here. I'm excellent at sleeping.
4: <laughs> I'm really, really,
2: really good at it. You're um, the
4: most humble sleeper. Humble sleeper yeah, I, um, I Lovely. I, I feel like
2: I've nailed it. I'm ready to sleep, <laughs> in the, sleep in the Olympics for Team GB. That's great.
4: Another question. So we, we've we obviously got a lot of books coming out at the moment, uh, Fun Kids. Loads of lovely people are chatting to me. And I'm playing a little game of uh, celebrity interview tag. So um, yesterday I spoke to Connie Hook. And oh, I, asked, Connie. I asked her what questions she would want to ask you about your book or about life in general. And she wanted me to ask you, what is your weirdest dream ever?
3: Ooh good um, question. Well, maybe not the weirdest, but fortuitous for, for this book is that one of the ideas in the book is that uh, the, the, the main characters, the Dream Bandits, meet each other in their dreams and they pick up where they left off the night before. And that's genuinely something that I, I dreamt about as I was falling, to, falling off to sleep, that idea of, oh, wouldn't it be fun to, like, I could just go and meet my friend in the dream you just go right we're going to fall asleep at seven and then you just go ah here we are on the moon or whatever let's go and have a dream adventure yeah dream adventure so that is sort of where part of the idea for the book came so when people say in interviews oh yeah I just totally dreamt up the idea I literally did so that's that is definitely a, a weird moment where I wrote it down in my phone half asleep and then told Chris the next day and he went yeah that's
2: that's not terrible. Good idea. Is I mean, we're not going to yes. write we're not going to write books based on all Greg's dreams because mm, no. you know that could get quite a weird, yeah. eventually quite dark. A lot of them sh- are quite <laughs> cheese based as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: I well, I'm glad to, to yeah. What, what, what about my, you, my Greg? Is,
2: I, I dreamt that I was on. Um, I dreamt there were a load of people on a beach, and there was this. Uh, and there was this really strong wind blowing in their faces, and the wind was <laughs> called the Grand Potsini. I don't know what that means, but it was a weird dream. Was that a real one you had? Yeah, it's a real one I had. But it's a good name for a character, isn't it? The Grand Potsini. It,
4: it sounds yeah, like it a magician. Does, it does, does, doesn't it? it yeah. Does,
2: yeah. So we might just, you know, so I might may, maybe dreamt up a, a classic book character.
3: Or the Potsini Grand could be a nice hotel. Oh it could, couldn't it? Yeah. Or a uh, or a theater.
4: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I would I would stay there. But I also, of course, need you to ask a question for my next guest in this celebrity interview tag. Um and my oh, next guest, is. well, oh. I mean. If it was terrible, don't worry. I wouldn't tell you. It is lovely. Go on, who is it? It's lovely Dermot O'Leary. Oh, oh God!
2: <laughs> right, okay. Dermot's the best. We gen. I, I have. Been, I used to work on the radio with Dermot. Oh, um, okay. So, so we we genuinely revere him yeah. as a very very, I think the the nicest man. In the
3: world, he is, isn't he? He's one of the nicest men of all time. No, no, he is the nicest. Oh, sorry, he is the nicest man. Oh, there is no nicer (laughs) man. Um, Yeah. Well, what do you want the question to be? Um, Well, to talk about
2: about the lovely Toto, the ninja cat, won't he? So, should we ask him something? Should we ask him something about cats? Yeah. um, Yeah. You've got a cat. What's the weirdest place your cat's ever been sick? (gasps)
4: Oh, a great question for Dermot and also just a good fun kids question. So very happy with that.
2: Because cats, because cat. I mean, I have a cat and they, they, they do do that. Like and they like to, you know, that's just part of being a cat. But yeah. they, they like to surprise you by doing it in unexpected places. Just a little game that cats like to play. Supplementary yeah. question. Okay. Because he's very into cats. Well, there's two of us. We can
3: have a cat. You yeah, can have, you have two. Years, it's fine. related. It's related. It's related yeah. though. Yeah. So question two or, or part B of, of the first question, 1B, is... If I could promise you that your cat would live forever, would you also take on a dog?
4: Guys, I'm going to ask that question. And also, one of you can trademark it for your next book, I'm sure. Either you or Dermot. One of you will use it. <laughs>
2: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dermot would be a good Doctor Who, wouldn't he? He would be a good Doctor Who. If he'd come out of the TARDIS and go, your night starts <laughs> right here,
4: and do a little <laughs> With, spin. Call him Doctor mass- O'Who. who. <laughs> a massive pause. Dermot Oh. Who we've just solved I was going to say we've solved all of Dermot's problems he has no problems we've both created and solved all of these problems with Dermot O'Leary um, guys thank you so much for chatting to us and um, the Great Dream robbery is out now everybody should go and buy it and thank you so much for telling us all about it thank you we love fun kids love you we love you Bex cheers bye
1: Big thanks to Greg James and Chris Smith for chatting to Bex on the Fun Kids Meets podcast. They were so fun. They were fun, weren't they, Robot? They were great. Going to the Fun Kids Meets Bingo, though, Robot, something's interesting has happened here. This is never I don't think this has ever happened in the history of the Fun Kids Meets Bingo. Your guess wasn't in the interview. However, one of your guesses out of Unicorns eating popcorn, a lion twirling a dandelion, and a llama with a banana. One of those things is actually in the book. Really? No way. That
3: is awesome. Which one's all?
1: Well, I can't actually give that away because I think it technically counts as a spoiler. And I don't want to be stealing another author's joke. It kind of breaks author code. So if you want to find out, Robot, you're going to have to go and get a copy of The Great Dream Robbery and find out for yourself. Uh, So thanks again to Greg and Chris. I'll be back next week as we chat to more famous and interesting people on the Fun Kids Meets podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode or the follow button or whatever button you press on what you listen to your podcasts on to make sure you don't miss the episodes. We'll be back next week. See you later.
0: Bye. 13-year-old Adam has made a lot of mistakes in his life, but this has to be the biggest. Thanks to a massive fight with his little brother Callum, the mysterious and magical computer algorithm popularis incrementum has exploded and accidentally transported them to a completely different dimension one where they were never born and the internet doesn't exist and neither does any of the technology they know and love will the brothers survive in this strange ultraverse where everything is the same but different can they stop an evil villain from sabotaging their dad's world changing technology when in this universe their dad doesn't even know who they are and most importantly of all will they ever find a way back home. Adam Destroys the Internet is out now in paperback. Available from your local Waterstones or online at Waterstones.